0: Welcome to the Pregnancy Help Podcast, I'm Christine Grimmett, here with Heartbeat International Senior Director of Medical Impact, Krista Brown, and Beth Diemert, Director of Affiliate Services. And We'll be discussing what a pre-abortion screening is, what services are included, and why a pregnancy center might choose to offer this. As we discuss client appointments and scheduling, I think it's helpful to mention that Next Level Center Management Solution is available to help centers manage appointments and engage clients anytime from anywhere. This all digital software program is designed to help centers go paperless. Next Levels Design gives pregnancy center staff a cutting edge tool to make sure that no client ever falls through the cracks from the moment they say hello. To find out more and request a demo, visit nextlevelcms.com. Beth and Krista, it's great to have you here. And you've both been with Heartbeat for many years and both have experience working in pregnancy centers. So I'm really grateful for your perspective on this discussion Can you each just take a moment to introduce yourself and your background in pregnancy center work? And then we'll get started with what a pre-abortion screening is from there. So um,
1: my work at Heartbeat is that I um, help affiliates with their medical services and I oversee the Abortion Pill Rescue Network. So both of those are um, things that I love to do. But I started in pregnancy help more than 25 years ago. I was the director of two centers in Indiana and one in Michigan. And then I helped open another a number of other centers um, throughout the country. Um, And I love this work. I really, um, God gave me a heart for it. And I think there's something when you go into a room and sometimes it feels like you don't have a whole lot in common with that person and God makes that amazing connection. um, That is like nothing, there's just nothing better. And, um, And I believe that the Lord really cares so much about these women and these families and these children that we serve, that he literally moves mountains. And so I just love Pregnancy help work, and I love the work that we do at
2: Heartbeat International. Thanks, Krista. I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's uh, the most amazing calling to have um, the mission of Pregnancy Help front and center in your life, and uh, this is actually my 34th year in uh, Pregnancy Help. So I started as an executive director in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, from which I hail, And I had the opportunity for 10 years to direct centers there. We started with one and through the years we were able to grow. And so we, uh, as I left there, had four centers operating. Uh, Then I came on board with Heartbeat International uh, with the responsibility to help grow and develop our services to our affiliates. And um, part of that was a lot of the medical conversion that was happening in those days, and learning along the way because I don't have a medical background. Uh, So here we are now, uh, all these years later, and I still absolutely, I just really never cease to be amazed at what God is doing through pregnancy help, how um, the Holy Spirit in that process does exactly what you said, Krista. Uh, You have life-changing moments happening on a regular basis, and I'm so just thankful for the tools and the people that God brings into the movement to make that happen. And so I'm glad we're having this conversation today. You know, there's been a lot of talk recently uh, about this pre-abortion screening. And I know that uh, the majority of it, probably up until a few months ago, has really uh, centered around marketing uh, and terminology and would we offer and, and message out a pre-abortion screening? And um, that's not where we're going to focus today. We're going to kind of move past that and talk about once that woman comes in to your clinic or your center, what exactly is pre-abortion screening or whatever you choose to term it? I know that some centers are using Medical verification of pregnancy or other terms. And that's completely okay. But for our purposes today, just to keep it simple, we are going to refer to it as pre abortion screening. Um, So, Krista, thinking about this from a services standpoint, help us understand why an assessment or screening is so important prior to an abortion and why, really, why is it more critical now than ever before? Sure. So we've heard
1: for years um, how corners have been cut. So women have gone for their abortions, and you know maybe maybe an ultrasound was done, maybe it wasn't. Um, many of these things um, were, were a little bit more typical before, um, and and it makes sense that the woman would trust a person who claims to be a healthcare provider who is the abortion provider to do those things, to make sure that she's safe, to make sure that she has assessment. But as the FDA has continued to relax any kind of um of precautions, especially with the REMs. Um, and, and much of this is held up in court right now. But right now, women can obtain abortion without any kind of assessment prior. So um, and that that is scary as a mom and as a nurse. Um, that is extremely frightening that there could be no assessment done prior to her abortion. Um, and we know that many women are getting these drugs Through um, telehealth, there are many um, providers who have decided that it is their mission to get these drugs to women in red states and states with more abortion restrictions. We know that many women are going to websites or others who know them are going to websites. There are more than 70 websites where these drugs can be sold. Um, And then we know there are other organizations that are funneling these drugs into areas that they believe are underserved and all of this is done with very little medical intervention so very little very little discussion um, very little informed consent um, and absolutely no assessment of that patient um, in person and so all of this is extremely alarming and it should alarm our entire healthcare community especially because these drugs are not only dangerous to the children, um, but they are also dangerous to the women. Um, And pregnancy help clinics, they really are in a unique position to offer services at no cost. These are often services that we already have been doing for a long time. And we can do this to help her make a, a, a good decision for her pregnancy, help her have all the information she needs leading into that choice. Um, and this is just another way that we empower women with information and details about their pregnancies and what choices are available to them.
2: Yeah, exactly. I I think what you're saying, Krista, is so vital. I was in a meeting recently with some of our executive directors from around the country, and we were having a similar discussion. And uh, one of the executive directors said, you know, it's funny. One of the accusations uh, that we hear falsely and, and unfortunately frequently is that we only care about the baby but it, it couldn't be more obvious now that what we're doing with all of what we're talking about here today and what you just mentioned is to not save a baby it's to save a mother right it's to save a woman from the danger that this is Absolutely. all put out there so you know one of the things that i uh love to Uh, Here at Heartbeat, as you know, we get all sorts of affiliate questions, which falls into my area of responsibility. Uh, Sometimes they're about boards and sometimes they're about, um, you know, just general operating things in a center. But when it comes to the medical stuff, I can always refer them over to your team and your expertise. So you have so much experience and particularly not just with medical impact in general, but with the APR network, which also falls In your purview. So thinking about that, uh, when it comes to change, like what changes have you seen with the APRN network in regard to assessment prior to abortion in the last, let's say, few years?
1: We've seen a lot of change. So um, we acquired the network from Dr. Delgado in 2018, and we had information from 2017. Um, At that point, nearly 100% of women had an assessment. They had some kind of assessment an ultrasound and a physical assessment prior to their abortion so women were going to the clinics they were having their assessment they were paying for the abortion and they were swallowing that first pill at the clinic so that was in 2017 and then slowly we've seen this number go down 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 um in 2020 it was down to 66.3 percent in 2022 which was last year it's down to 64 percent and so the other women um they have not had any type of assessment. And in addition, what we're seeing also is that less information is being given to them. So even if they have had an ultrasound, we'll ask, Um, well, how did your LMP dates compare to your ultrasound dates? Or what was the baby's heart rate? Or we'll ask a question about that ultrasound and very little information is given to them about that assessment. So they don't even know. So they could be farther along. They don't know the placement of the baby. They don't have this information. And so Even though we have 64% still getting an ultrasound, I don't feel like that's as valuable information as what pregnancy help medical clinics offer them because in a pregnancy help medical clinic, it's their information. We are providing information to help her make a choice. We're not withholding that information from her so that we can manipulate that choice. We are giving her her information to empower her. So it's a much different kind of ultrasound, but we definitely know that more and more women are going to have less of this assessment. It's much more profitable to do less medical care with a woman before you give her her abortion. Um, And so we know that there is this big gap happening, and it just continues to get wider.
2: You know, I, I think about that in terms of, I truly believe that women can advocate for themselves. Women are smart, they're fully capable, and really, what the pregnancy center is doing and the medical clinic is doing is empowering her with truth and knowledge, so that she can do exactly that. You know, so let's get a little more specific. Let's talk now. You know, we we've kind of defined what pre-abortion screening is and and the case for it, why it's important. But let's talk about the who. Uh, who or what type of clients, Krista? Can be assisted through pre abortion screening in a pregnancy health medical clinic.
1: Sure. So it could. Anyone who is considering all of their options in pregnancy could be helped because she needs more information. She needs to know how far along she is. She needs to know if this is a viable pregnancy. Is this, you know, what is the placement of this pregnancy? She needs to know um, more information about informed consent. She needs to know about all of her options. So it can also be anyone who is scheduling an abortion appointment at a facility, Um, even though it may seem like she is going to get the care there, she likely will not get the amount of care the in-depth care, that a pregnancy health medical clinic could provide. And then it's also to help anyone who is ordering the abortion pill by mail or through telehealth. These drugs are typically done um, by phone call or by a telehealth visit or just by ordering online. Um, We definitely have seen an increase in the number of clients at APRN who have gotten these drugs through a friend or family member. That's a tenfold increase we've seen. Um, And often they don't know the dose or they don't know the exact drug that they took. They just know they took an abortion pill. So they need to have all this information before they move into that decision. Um, And that all can happen at a pregnancy health medical clinic where they're going to get that unbiased and evidence-based information.
2: Yeah, for sure. We talk about, you know, services included in the the pre-abortion screening. And some of our conversation has definitely centered around this is not really anything new. This is what pregnancy centers, medical clinics have been doing for years. The newness seems to uh, be coming in the form of, um, again, the terminology, what we call it, helping women to understand more exactly what our services are by letting them know this is what we do and why we do it. Uh, So let's talk about this. Like what services typically would be included in a pre-abortion screening?
1: Yeah, and that's exactly right, Beth. Many of the centers that I'm talking to provide m- many of these services already. So this is something we've done for a very long time. But as as the regulations have been, you know, decreased and ha- and the healthcare has actually decreased um, at abortion facilities. Um, we need to step up and explain that this is something we can help you with. And so so it's much of this is, are things that we've already done. And that would start with that confirmation of pregnancy with a medical grade test. And so most centers offer that. And that's something that is needed because many women have not actually even had their pregnancy confirmed prior to starting an abortion. So, um, so that can also in, in include some options counseling, informed consent, Uh, Many of them are not understanding how an abortion pill works, how the chemical abortion process works. Um, That would be important for her to understand. Um, An ultrasound exam for viability, dating, and placement of the pregnancy, Um, and we've already talked about some about the ultrasound, but it's just absolutely so critical. Um, ACOG, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, they report that about 40% of women are incorrect on their dates. And so if that number is true, um, we have a large number of women going in to have their abortions who really don't know how far along they are. And we know that the risk, um, the physical risk to the mother increases vastly the farther along she is in the pregnancy. And we also know the risk for her to have a live baby at home increases. So whether she's, you know, 14 weeks or 30 weeks or six weeks, that's a big. All those are huge differences. So it's it's so important that she has an ultrasound, and then also the placement of that baby. If she um, doesn't know that that baby is in her uterus, if she assumes the baby's in her uterus and she assumes she just needs to take these pills to complete her abortion, but if that baby is ectopic, she may take that drug thinking. That these symptoms are a result of the abortion, and the FDA warns that it's actually a contraindication um, of abortion to have a, an ectopic pregnancy and take these drugs. Often, it does not complete the abortion, and the woman is left with these symptoms. this This is a this is um this is a life threatening situation for that mother. So these these um these are such important services for her to have before she would take that first abortion pill. Um, And then blood type RH factor testing. Um, If she's RH incompatible with her baby, that can threaten her future pregnancies. Um, Hemoglobin testing. Some centers are testing for iron. Um, It's very common for women to be low on iron um, during their pregnancies, and they're about to lose a lot of blood um, during the chemical abortion process. Um, It's a very simple test. Um, STD testing, many centers already offer that. And a primary risk of chemical abortion beyond the hemorrhaging is also infection. So if you start your abortion already with an infection, of course, you have an increased risk of infection and that needs to be treated prior and, and, and followed up with after her abortion. Um reversal of mifepristone, APR information. Any woman considering abortion should be given that information. Um, we know that many women have immediate regret and they need to know that there is a you know, team of nurses waiting to help to answer questions and assist her if she does have that regret. And then lastly, a safety plan. Um, definitely, this is so critical. Most of the women who call the APR hotline are alone. Um, They don't really have a plan in place. And so to know who will be present with them during that process, I would really encourage women not to be alone as most of them are when they call us. Um, Where would they they seek emergency medical attention? Many of them have not thought about that. Um, These drugs are advertised as safer than Tylenol. So why would you even think of that? But when the time comes and you need immediate medical attention, who do you reach out to? How do you get that help that you need? And then when is care required? And the medical teams at centers can relay that information. If your temperature is this, if your bleeding is this, you need to reach out for immediate medical attention. And that kind of service can save the lives of many women.
2: Yeah, and so many of our um, our affiliates, our medical clinics, our pregnancy centers are Uh, again, already doing these things like we've talked about, right? And so now it's sort of looking at it from a more, a little bit more of a comprehensive perspective, and putting it all together in order to best serve that client. And, you know, I think about, um, like, when you go to the doctor, right, and you don't know what's wrong, or perhaps you're suspecting something, and then the doctor runs the tests or looks at something, does the exam and says, okay, here's your situation. And then he explains a whole bunch of medical things to you and you sit there and think, wait, did I hear that? What did he say? What was that word? How do I feel about this? What should I do? And and that's so I think relatable to a client in a pregnancy center, right? She has all of these incredible medical services by incredibly competent and caring medical people but they're laying a lot of stuff out there to her yes you're pregnant yes your pregnancy is viable here's how far along you are and she's feeling like help right and that's the crux of what we have the incredible privilege to do in a pregnancy center because unlike the doctor's office, that's often very rushed, like the next patient got to get in here. So go home and deal with those things. We take the time. We absolutely want to support her as she's hearing all this and experiencing all of that. So in pre-abortion screening services, all of the medical that you just talked about comes first, but then wrap around right what do we do with that and how do we serve her from there and it makes me think about uh how well trained our advocates need to be in presenting what really is behind an abortion right so the education part of this um helping her With the love approach steps, right? So starting off with the L step, listen and learn, right? You've told her all this information. Now it's time to let her tell her story, help you understand where she's coming from, and then put those other steps in place. The next one, of course, being opening options. And this is where are talking about abortion resource, which has been recently updated and just released, can really come into play, helping her to process exactly what she needs to be doing and thinking about. And so it contains that 10-point health and safety checklist that asks the good questions, like what do you know about fetal development? Um, What do you know about abortion procedures? And then being able to equip her, again, empower her with the information that she needs so that she can make the best decision for herself, helping her to advocate for herself. So a pre-abortion screening includes all the medical, but includes all of that past the medical as well. Now, some centers, um, of course, don't offer direct medical services, right? They don't have a medical director, they don't have a a nurse or a medical team. And so what do they do with this idea of needing pre-abortion screening services I've seen centers get very creative in this area. First of all, um, they partner with another center, right, who does offer this. So maybe there's, you know, six or seven centers in your geographical area, and three of them are medical. Well, being able to ask them, can you, can we refer our clients to you that need the, the screening, that need the ultrasound, and working out that partnership? Uh, is one way to do it. You can do that also with a provider, with a doctor who's willing to do that, right? So sending them uh, with a referral straight to the doctor's office in order to get that done. Another way I've seen it happen is that centers in the area that have mobile clinics, right? They're sending their mobile clinic to park outside of a non-medical center uh, a day a week or a half a day two days a week uh, in order to provide the medical services, which also absolutely can get the job done. So there's ways to make that happen in order to have those comprehensive wraparound services that would provide all of the screening uh, necessary before an abortion decision, you know, is decided. So, you know, that leads me, Krista, to think about sort of the big picture and the why, Um, with with mission in general, when we do board training at centers, we start with mission, right? What is it that you're called to? What is your target? Who are you trying to reach? What's the, the destination? And then everything that you do, making sure that you're hitting that target and that you're being able to advance the mission through that particular thing. And certainly the things we've talked about here today fall in that category um, of evaluating is this helping us to achieve our mission. So to me it makes pregnancy health medical clinics the place uh, for pre-abortion screening to take place, right? You want to comment on that for a minute? Sure. Um,
1: and one thing one thing I wanted to mention was that we consistently at abortion power Rescue Network hear from women who say, This goes right along with what you were saying, Beth. And it made me think of that as you were talking. They say they wanted more counseling. And I think every time they say it, we're a little surprised because you almost feel like um, they are so ready with this abortion decision. And sometimes they push back and they, they're like, no, I need to move forward with this. And, and nearly All the time, they're saying, I needed more. I needed more information. And what they're being given is instruction on how to take the pill. And that's not what they needed. They needed more information about their actual choices and their options. They needed medical information. They needed all the things that Pregnancy Health Medical Clinic can provide them. And so this is so um, embedded in our mission. It fits so perfectly. And we know that in pregnancy, there are two heartbeats, two sets of DNA. We have two patients and we need to treat both of those patients. And just as you've said, we love both of them. We love the mother and we love the child. We want to care for both. And so, yes, of course, abortion ends the life of that child, but we also wanna care for that mother. We wanna make her as safe as possible. We want her to be educated, empowered, to make the best choice, not only for herself, but also for her child and for her family. Um, We hear that all the time when they have regret that really what really hit them was the regret of the family, that this didn't fit with their family. And so they need to step back for a second and rethink all of these things. And this assessment helps them do that in so many different ways. Um, Definitely the abortion providers are selling a quick fix And that's not what we provide at a Pregnancy Health Medical Clinic. We are in this with them for the long haul. This is something that requires some time and some tangible assistance, the things that Pregnancy Health Medical Clinics can provide them, right? And so the idea of having a free consultation with a licensed healthcare professional, the value of that is immense. And the idea that someone will sit down with them, answer their questions, talk with them about their medical care, about All of these questions they may have, the value of that is just incredible. Um, And definitely the patients are not pressed to decide for the sake of quick quick profit. Um, We are providing this without coercion, without profit. We are in this to help, not to make a profit.
2: Really, in the mission and in our overall um, desire to help women and help them advocate for themselves, we want to address them as a whole person. And so the medical, of course, addresses the physical, but we also want to address the emotional and the spiritual, right, and the psychological. And that's where uh, parts of this assessment, using things like talking about abortion and the checklist, can really make that happen and um sometimes i think as we develop these um services in such a way where it's more comprehensive uh, fear can creep in there a little bit like but what if and and that sort of thing i really encourage people to push past that um and and not to let fear uh dictate here what you do in your pregnancy center, in your medical clinic is top-notch. It serves the whole person, and you need to be confident in that, and reaching out uh, with something like a pre-abortion screening or a medical verification to actually give women what they need to empower them to make the best decision they can. Because like you said, Krista, I think about our post-abortion recovery work, Again, so many times women saying if I would have only known, if I, if someone would have told me or if I would have, you know, and so here's the opportunity to do that with an incredible, comprehensive screening process uh, with the services that we can offer in the way that really nobody else can. And that's, of course, our desire and our goal. And so uh, we love to be able to, again, sort of just open up these conversations. Uh, among our affiliates to think about things, to have some perspective, maybe from a different angle. And so we hope that today's conversation served you in that way. We are so for you, <laughs> as we know the Lord is more for you. And we wish you absolutely all the best as you move forward with your incredible service to women. And with that, Christine, I want to say thanks, Krista, for being brilliant
0: like you always are, and we'll send it back outward to you. Thanks, Beth. And thanks, Krista, so much for your time and your perspective. Uh, It's been really helpful. Uh, If listeners have questions about what we've talked about today or some of the resources mentioned, we do have a contact form on heartbeatservices.org under About Us. There's a button that says Contact Us. It has our phone number, our email. We'll make sure you get connected to the correct person, whether that's the medical team or the affiliate services team or um, whoever can just help you to continue to grow your ministry. Um, That is one of our goals here at Heartbeat. We just want to see the Pregnancy Help Movement thrive and grow. And so we are here for your questions and for your discussion. And of course, subscribe to Pregnancy Help Podcast if you would like to receive the updates on our upcoming episodes. We have a lot of great things planned in the coming months. So I encourage you to stay tuned. And with that, I wish you all a great rest of your day. And thanks for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast.